We're ready. What's up, everybody? Mike Shear. JP here. How's everybody doing in Facebook land? We are uh, live. Seemingly our favorite spot. Jack's Corner Tab on a Wednesday. 350 drafts. Oh, my God. Cheers. What a bonus that was. <laughs> and Thursdays, they have $5 create-your-own hamburger. Really? I saw it in the bathroom. That's amazing. Right? I could eat a hamburger right now, actually, now that, now that you talk about it. Hey, thank you guys for joining in. Um, this is episode four of the Bonfire Brothers. It is, again, another rainy, kind of just whatever day. We, ha- we had some spring the last couple days, man. We were able to get outside, and and it's been, it's been amazing. So it's been I'll great. take it. I'll it's, take it. It's been great. Up until like 5 o'clock when the sun sets and it gets like cold instantly. Yeah, it's the worst. It's awful. It's the worst. How's your week been, my man? Good. Good, good, good. It's been busy. It's been busy. Yeah. It's great. Busy is good. Yeah, right? Busy is good. And it's not even springtime, people. Yeah. You know, if we're going to talk a little bit mortgage and real estate for a little bit, you know, mortgage rates are the lowest they've been in a year. That's awesome. Which is amazing. The feds hiked their rates four times last year. They're only maybe going to do it once this year. Maybe. Maybe. And it's not even definitive, so That's awesome. I think that the the market is right, and it's not even springtime yet. And seasonally, yep. spring into summer is when the market is the hottest as far as real estate. Yep. So, all my buyers are jumping off the fence, ready to look at houses. All my sellers are jumping off the fence, ready to sell. Yeah. it's uh, it's it's time. It's go time, people. That's awesome. It's go time. So for everybody out there, keep doing the right things. Keep sowing. Keep sowing the correct seeds. Really, really continue to, to pour into the people that are around you. And, uh, yeah, I feel good about it. So Yeah. That's awesome. I'm in. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today. We're at Jack's kind of cutting loose a little bit. Um, and so we're going to dive into a, a few different topics today. But first, I wanted to provide everybody with a quick update. So uh, two weeks ago, I introduced the fact that we put in for some lotteries at some charter schools, yep. right? Yep. Last week... Um, the update was that we were pretty disappointed we didn't get into Lake Norman Charter. A lot of my disappointment, I think, lies in the fact that we know a lot of people that go to Lake Norman Charter, including your wife, who's a teacher there. Yep. Um, so the draft, so to speak, for Pine Lake Prep came and went. I wasn't that into Pine Lake Prep, but I know some good people that have taught there and take their kids there, and they speak very highly of it. Yep. My only my only qualm with Pine Lake Prep is just geographically, it's just far from us, going from Mooresville, or going from Huntersville to Mooresville. Yeah. But I've heard amazing things about it. And 115 is just super hard to get <coughs> onto and off of, and it's just not not the best, as Mike coughs up a, a hairball. Yeah. Don't worry, it happens. It happens. <coughs> we're, we're in allergy weather, the pollen's coming, the yeah. pernicious goes down the wrong tube. Sorry, that was all pernicious. <laughs> so... So we didn't get to Pine Lake Prep. We're like number 1,785 at good, Pine Lake Prep. That's a good number. Yeah, our that's odds are great. But <laughs> the big news of the day is Community School of Davidson's lottery was 4 o'clock on Monday. And Tuesday morning, 
Uh, we found out that Eliza got in. That's awesome. So, man, I wish I had like a sound effect to just play. And oh, say, I, you know what? No, hang on. I might have one actually. Uh, that is fantastic. Let's, let's hear it. Let's see. Does that work? Uh, let me try. Let me try. Let me try. I don't, let me try. I, I, I don't think it's working. I hope everybody hears cheering. I think they're going to hear cheering. I hope so. I hope so. But either way. Um, I might want to turn Oh, yeah. Shoot. Okay, yeah. Hey, we're learning on this. We've been guys. cheering a lot. We are learning. Hey, but yeah, so we got into we got into community school of Davidson. That's awesome. And I'm I'm geeked about it. My wife is geeked about it. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah. But now, just like we talked about last week, now here's another like seemingly super important <laughs> life decision that needs to be made. And as a as a dad and a guy. Like I just don't I don't have any experience with this. Like this is my firstborn, so this is just some uncharted territory that now I need to go through. So luckily I know some people that have gone through this. You included. You're gonna help me with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're re- we're really excited. Um, it looks like I don't have great wireless. Let's see if my Facebook Live comes back. I hope everybody's still in there. The podcast is still going. But it looks like we're good. Hey, so. Um, well, can you imagine all the stuff that we have? To, I mean, so we got the list because Anna's into Lake Norman Charter just because Sarah teaches there, right? That's right. So I'm, I imagine everything that we're having to do is basically the same thing that you're having to do, right? So we got to go to a registration. Yeah, which is what? Tell me. So we have to go to like a registration, right? Where we, we first you accept and then you have to go to like this registration where you sit down and you learn more about the school and what they're about and all that. Okay. But then you have to gather all the stuff from the the doctor, right? Make sure they're up to date on their shots, get all their forms in there. To, it's just, yeah, it's literally, you need an assistant. So like get all full medical in. records, um, yes. shot records, yes. all, all sorts of stuff like that. Yes. Yes. And yes. Okay. That sounds cumbersome. It is. It bit. is. And some doctors are great. Some doctors are not. Ours is really good. We go to the Davidson Clinic up here okay. on exit 30 on 77. Oh, yeah. And they're they're pretty quick to get us stuff that we need like that. But yeah. I've heard horror stories. Yeah. Mm. So, so my wife, Melissa, and I were from upstate New York, and we were, um, you know, we were public school graduates. Yep. We were public school products, right? I feel like, and this might not be right, but I feel like in upstate New York, growing up in the in the '90s, it was Catholic school, and it was it, it was public school, and it was Catholic school. Like I don't remember private Montessori charter. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't privy to that because you just got on the bus and you went to school and like you just shut up and that was it. Right? See, in the '90s down here in the South, I just it was either private or public, and that was it. Like, that was it. There weren't charter schools. There weren't Montessori schools. So when did charter schools? Specifically, when did they kind of start to catch on? I felt like in the early 2000s, and somebody can fact check me on that, but I feel like in the early 2000s when, you know, all this stuff, especially in our area with CMS, how Charlotte-Mecklenburg is just a huge school system. Yeah. And they just, I, I, I vaguely, vaguely remember um, when that came out and they started focusing on areas like the arts or... Um, like trades like, and, and stuff like that. So they created schools that had specialties. College prep, things yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like they came out in the early 2000s, but I... Okay. I, somebody's probably going to... I mean, I think Community School of Davidson, I was doing a little research on it. I mean, it's only been a school since 01. Early 2000s. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. But I'm excited that I'm excited that CSD is K-12. through Yes. Most everything I've read about it's been great. There's been... Obviously, you're going to... 
naturally, just like Amazon, just like eBay, <laughs> yeah. just like anybody, or just like anything, you're going to always flock to the negative reviews, sure, right? Sure, sure. So I'm up last night, I'm reading all these reviews, and I'm like... Eh, all eh. the, like, one-star reviews? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. But I don't know, like, I'm going to continue to consult with people, and we're going to do our research, but I think it's a great opportunity for us, and I think, and this might sound silly as a parent, but the thing that I want my kid to experience or the thing that I think I want my kid to experience is the the waiting at the bus stop the going to school with her um, going to school with her neighbor friends you know mo- most of our neighbor friends the, the, the you know the the kindergarten first second graders that we that we hang with you know they go to Torrance Creek yep there's um, a friend that we're or a, a family that we're really close with that, that have been CSD advocates for us and they're ones that we've been talking to and there's a couple that go to different schools, but by and large, and I just, my only hesitation why I'm not like jumping for joy on this podcast and on Facebook Live is I remember riding the bus as a kid and I like, I just kind of feel like I might be robbing my my child of that experience. I had the worst bus riding experience growing up as a child. Really? So you are not depriving her, in my opinion, of anything. Can you tell us about it? It was just awful, right? Like, the bus driver had these lights, and the lights were everything. So when the lights were on, nobody could talk. But when the lights were off, it was game. So she'd always turn them off and on at the same spot, which was like when she knows that she has three minutes left of you being on the damn bus. Oh, really? Oh, it was awful. I'm sure she was a great driver, but it just... I I didn't like it. I was always the first one on, and I was always the last one off. Like, I just... I I hated my experience. And keep in mind, I wasn't a very popular... Kid anyway, when I was riding the bus, okay, I was that fat middle schooler that had sweatpants every day. Like I, people made fun of me. I just, I, I was that guy. I was that. You kid. had to wear sweatpants. I did. I had, <laughs> I, I had sweatsuits of every color, and half of them were in velvet. And people just made fun of me. It's just how how it was. Um, that's obviously, hilarious. I hit a huge growth spurt in high school, and that's when I lost all my weight and became skinny. But for the most part, I just, I didn't have a good bus riding experience. So I, I think it's great. Well, I'm sorry. I, on the other hand, I feel like... It turned me to pernicious. I feel like all my bus riding was great. See, we... I grew up a mile from my school, and I had the choice. I could either be the first one on, or I could be the last one on. And the loop was about maybe maybe 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. And I typically was the first one on, because then I could sit in the back of the bus. I had to pick of the litter as far as my seat was concerned. There, There might not be anything more terrifying than being the last person on the bus... You stepping up those steps, and there's no seats. It's like damn Forrest Gump, <laughs> right? And I got I have I have a five minute ride to school, and I'm like terrified of not finding a seat. And so I would I'd get on the bus at six thirty versus seven ten, just so I could sit in the back seat. And then the back seat became the cool seat. Yeah. And you'd sleep half the time. And so like. <laughs> I just I just remember that, and so maybe the bus riding thing is just nostalgia for me, and I like I I need to do what's best for my children and my 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 five year old, but subsequently, getting into CSD should and will open up opportunities for my three year old and my one year old as well as as time goes on, right? Will it be mo- Will there be flying cars by the time our kids are out of school? Well, that would help the commute. That would help the bus line, <laughs> right? If, if there were flying cars, then I wouldn't have to wait in the bus line. So, I don't know. So, we've got some decisions to make. There's an open house um, the second week of March. So, frankly, I don't really know that much about CSD. So, to go and 
meet some teachers and tour the campus. That's awesome. Um, I think it'll be really cool. Yeah. So, so that's what's what's new in the Shear household. Um, we're skipping away for a quick weekend getaway um, with the kids this weekend. So today is Wednesday by my watch. Yes. It's actually technically my Friday. Yeah. Oh. It's, a, it's technically Wednesday, but today is my Friday. That's awesome. So I'm feeling a little excited, energetic, a little loose. Yeah. Um, but I'll give you guys an update next week when we're back from our endeavor because, frankly, um, the <laughs> – the horror stories and the fails of the vacation will make will make for better. It'll make for a better webcast than or a podcast than just saying, "Oh, like everything's just going to be yeah rainbows and butterflies." Don't you always feel like you need a vacation from your vacation when you get back? Yep. Right. Always. So if, I feel like from now on, when we book a vacation, we should book like Thursday to Sunday, and then book it to the following Thursday. Mm. Even just having that Monday, <laughs> even just like if you come back on Sunday, even just having that Monday off. Just to do laundry and answer emails is... But get the kids away. But, oh, yeah. School's in session. Yes. Like, you guys are waking up and you're going to school, so... <laughs> so, well, cool. Well, hey, um, what we wanted to, to talk a little bit about today, and we were just kind of brainstorming on, on some stuff that we'd been living in real life, but we wanted to talk through some parenting hacks, right? So as yeah, as a dad of three, as, as a dad of two... two. Um, I think every minute of the day we're looking for a way to make life easier, more fun, less stressful, more enjoyable, right? Yeah. And so uh, we just got on this topic and there were there were a couple ideas that we were bouncing off each other and, and enough of them were, were shareable. That They're we pretty thought, good, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we thought that we'd share them. So, so JP, what's, what's a parenting hack that you could share that, that has really worked well for the Patterson household? Somewhere where you're like, when, when you do this, sure. you're like... Damn it, we're winning. Yes. So uh, I've created this Dunkin' Donuts with Daddy Day, and that's on. It's amazing, right? That's on Fridays. So what we do is every Friday morning, the kids will get dressed. Thanks, thank you, mom. The kids, thanks, Sarah. The, yeah, the, the kids will get dressed, and um, after dress, we don't have to worry about anything. No breakfast, no nothing. We literally just pile in the car, and we go to Dunkin' Donuts. Which happens to be a tenth of a mile from Primrose. It is. Which it is. is nice. And it literally, I mean, we, we descend upon this place, and the girls pick their seat. They, they, have, they love the, the seats in the back. Yeah. And they are just chaotic. They're so familiar with it now, they just run around like they own it. I'm sure people are talking about well, that. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And at 6.30 on a Friday morning, like, who cares, kind of? Right. Like, it's right. all good. So uh, I every time we do Friday's my favorite day just for Dunkin' Donuts with Daddy and yeah. I think I think that's awesome. And so, what do you do? Like you just show up and hang out, or do you like let them pick out something from the menu? Like just walk us through that. Yep. So we, we roll in the front door, and then obviously Molly wants the apple juice and Anna wants the chocolate milk, but Daddy's too cheap to let them get both because they <laughs> only, they only drink like a quarter of whatever oh, they get, and then right? it goes right in the garbage. How we do it? So we we order apple juices. They each get a donut of their choice. They each get the egg and cheese wake-up wrap, right? Which is amazing. It's awesome. It's tiny. Yeah. So they get the donuts. Dunkin' Donuts, shame on you for making that thing so small. Uh, I can eat six of them. Keep that's going. why it's two for $2. Uh, that's so, right. That's right. So we get the donut of their choice. They go sit down and they start eating their donut, right? They start just smashing smashing the donut. Mm-hmm. And then uh, by the time the wake-up wrap comes, they're halfway through the donut. They crush the wake-up wrap. They still finish off on the donut. They're drinking their little stuff. Daddy gets yeah. two bacon, egg, and cheese wake-up wraps and a coffee. Oh. And that's it. And in and out of there in less than 20 minutes. 
And, and the kids love it. Maybe ten bucks. Maybe. Thirteen like thirteen forty three or something is Again, Dunkin' Donuts with these prices. Right? Come on, dude. <laughs> but it's amazing time that your kids look forward to and you know, I'll talk about this in a little bit, but I'm of the mindset, like, any chance I get to make my kids, like, look at me like I'm a rock star, like, I'm going to take that. Yes. I'm going to take that. All day. And it's amazing what a donut and a, and a chocolate milk or even even 20 minutes or so, 30 minutes or so will do that. So, as parents, it's that's quick, amazing. Yeah, as parents, it's quick to, to think that I don't do enough for my kid and you think that you're failing, but really is the small things. Like, it's the smallest thing in the world, just mm-hmm. giving them a gummy after breakfast, which is a Flintstone vitamin, by the way. I think the world of you, like, oh, oh yeah. dad, you're awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. It's just a little stuff. Is so. there um, anything else? Any other sort of parent hacks that that you guys do on a regular basis that you'd want to tell the audience about? Um, I think one of the things we're really good at with one of our neighbors is we co-parent a lot. Mm. So you know, given my profession is taxing, and I kind of. I can choose my schedule here and there, but there are times where I have to be gone. And like this evening, I've got to be gone for for an hour or two. Yeah. So we uh, we have a couple families on the block, and we literally roll in and say, "Hey, JP's going to be gone. How do you feel about co-parenting tonight?" And they, you know, they also travel a lot too. And the moms get together. Every, it doesn't matter. They they have a uh, two children, and we just get together. And when one person's out, it's it's basically like you said free babysitting you know God, we, we roll that. in there I love that the kids entertain each other the parents just sit back have a glass of wine how, how often do you get to have a glass of wine in the week and mm-hmm. just kind of relax it's amazing you just don't get that but co-parenting that. allows it. co-parenting for the win people well and and so i think you guys i think you guys know this and 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 we feel it living in winfield but man i'll tell you our neighborhood is everything to us yeah it's it's way more important than a lot of the the tangibles of the house. Yep. And so, you know, I had I had somebody ask me the other day, and, and I just was like, I wouldn't trade my neighborhood for the world. And my my house has nicks in it, and yeah, I wish it was a couple hundred or maybe thousand square feet bigger. I don't really need it that much bigger, but to you know, oh, it was it was my neighbor's birthday, and I was driving. We were driving home home back from from uh, from the bar on Saturday because we went out and had a beer with them. It's just like, just the community that you feel where you get to know and trust people. Like, you just cannot put a price on that. And I don't think that's every neighborhood, and maybe we're really, really lucky to have neighbors that we trust like that. But that's actually one of of our parenting hacks, too, is we have, um, we've got one family in in particular. It's, It's Caleb and Whitney. Amazing. Amazing couple. We've become fast friends with them. Um, they have two sets of twins, so I've got three kids, and I thought my life was crazy. <laughs> They've got two six-year-old boys and two three-year-old girls, oh and like, like being a married couple and dating each other, and like that all sounds great in like a card or like if I'm you're gonna give me some advice that I didn't ask you for, but it's like okay, yeah, and I'm gonna pay a hundred dollars for a babysitter. And I gotta trust, and, and I gotta trust my three kids or my four kids with a stranger or with somebody that's not that familiar with them. So what we've started doing, and if Caleb or Whitney are listening to this, we need to get back on this because it's been probably since the holidays. But we were on a pretty regular rotation with them, where about once a month, um, either Melissa or I would just walk down to their house at bedtime, seven eight o'clock, and we would just man the ship. And again, look, what are you paying a babysitter for most times anyway? 
for them to sit on your couch and watch Netflix. Right. Right? Right. So we would walk down, and they'd go steal two hours. And they would just go have dinner together or go have a drink or just be adults together. And we would go man the ship. The other spouse stays at home with the other kids. No expectation of payment. So, so, so happy to do it. And the other the other couple would just return the favor over the, the next couple weeks. That's awesome. And we've done it. What a great idea. And it's and it's really great because even the once a month thing, it, it is just so refreshing to leave the confines of your house with your spouse and just breathe a little bit, right? Yes. And we've helped them a little bit kind of like, you know, like what you said. Um, sometimes one of them gets stuck in a pinch and is at work late. And it's, hey, I really need your help. Or vice versa. Sometimes we get stuck in a pinch. And so to have one or two, you know, one or two families that are um, close proximity that you can do that with is amazing. Yeah, that's cool. You got to have that support. And if you don't have it, go get it. Go find it, right? Because it, it, it really is crucial. Yep. I mean, case in point, I mean, you guys are just awesome. You took our girls to school one day because we were in a pinch. Yeah. It's just super cool. And, and I could tell... I could tell you guys were concerned about it and you felt like you were burdening us. Yes. I think that's that's kind of how we all naturally feel. In in all honesty, it was literally nothing. We've got car seats in the car. We're literally our kids are in the same class. Yeah. And if it freed up a little bit of stress from you guys, like we were, we were more than happy to do it. And I know that if I ever needed that in the favor, like you guys oh, would be sure. happy to do it. For so sure. That's good. That's a good parenting hack right there. So you also do something super cool that uh, I'm looking to adopt into our family. Okay. Yeah. You. So um, this is a good one. And so I got, I've got to give a lot of credit. And I'll, I'll talk for a minute about um, a friend of ours, Kelly Arzonico. So Kelly is um, – her and Jeff Arzonico are friends of ours. Um, we, became th- we became friends through the real estate industry. But she is – she's amazing. And she actually, um, her company is called Parenting to Connect. And basically what that is, is like, um, kind of like parent counseling for people with kids, I guess. is the, I don't really have Kelly. We should have had her on. Well, yeah, we should have had, had her Kelly, on. Kelly, I'm sorry you're not on. And I'm also sorry if I'm completely butchering your company. But so what we did was we got talking through Jeff and to Kelly and saying, hey, like, so we, we've got three kids you know, five, three, and one. And in a completely honest moment, sometimes it's overwhelming. It's it's not that bad. Like, we signed up for it. Love my kids. One was, one was brand new, uncharted territory. Two wasn't really that bad. I knew what to expect. Um, felt like we knew everything. Three was a different type of challenge. It's like survival mode. It's a, it's a little bit survival. It's a little bit what everybody likes to call zone defense versus man-to-man. <laughs> More so, and what, what we find is hard, and, and I think Kelly really helped us with, with some of this, is just the logistics of having three kids. Okay. You, the man-to-man thing. You can't just, well, I'll take him and you'll take her and we'll do our thing. No, there, there's, a third, there's a third kid. So somebody is always typically two-on-one, right? And... Kelly being a friend of ours, we're like, hey, like it'd be silly not to allow her to pour into us sure. with some advice and some tips. And she's got education in this field and she's she's just an incredible mom and friend and nurturer. And quickly through, so you can sign up for it, and I've got a link to I've got a link to her website and I've got a link her contact information included, but 
Uh, it was a ten. It was a ten week course. You talk to her once a week for an hour. I think we talked to her Wednesdays at eleven for an hour. And I think what we thought we were getting into was like, how do we make our kids more well behaved? Yeah. I'm almost certain that was the expectation was how do we make our kids listen to us, right? <laughs> Uh, about 15 minutes into it, it, I, it quickly became apparent that, no, it's not how do you make your kids listen to you, it's how do you adapt and be the best parent to your kids and meet them where they are, right? Because I, I cannot change that my kids are five That's and three. Awesome. Like, it, it totally shifted my mindset. So thank you, Kelly. You did a great job. Like, 15 minutes in, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Just kidding. <laughs> But it really was, it really boiled down to all of the, the and, and I've got three girls, all the drama, all the... Oh, just wait. All the crying. Just wait. Wait till middle the, school. All, <laughs> all the, all, all just the nuts of being, being in life together. We are still the parents and we dictate all of that, right? So yeah. something that she really, really, something I have not strayed from, although I'm not good at it, and this is maybe one of my parenting fails, is... When a situation is escalating and there's emotions and there's crying and my kids are yelling at each other, me stepping in and yelling over them, yes. it only makes the situation worse. Like it is scientifically proven, it only makes the situation worse. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So the better option for you is to take a breath, speak calmly, even, even in some instances, in a lot of instances, just walk away. Because think about it as an adult. If you're worked up and you're and you're upset about something, and somebody comes up to you and is like, "Hey, bro, chill. Hey, man, like, don't be upset about that. What are you going to do? You're gonna say, get out of, get out of here, and you're gonna get more upset and you're gonna sure. get defensive. So as at a five year old, that's only like magnified, right? Mm-hmm. And so, thank you, Kelly. I love you for that. I do not practice what I preach all the time, but I try to. <laughs> It's um, so hard. So one of the really, really, really cool things, we didn't actually learn that through the parenting session, but just being friends with Jeff and Kelly, is we've started in the beginning of this year is doing a um, like a kid once a month celebrating the day of the kid's birth, celebrating the day of our daughter's birth. Super awesome. Every month. So I want to say daddy-daughter day, but mom, like we, we split it up, right? So the, the sixth is Eliza's day. I'm going to butcher this. The third is Lydia's day. The sixth is Eliza's day. And the 12th is Hattie's day. So that day every month, we will basically like build that day up. And we'll make it special for that kid that day. That's awesome. Because something we had to learn the hard way through this parenting three kids process is you have to divide and conquer Oh, yeah. There's two parents for three kids, so there's never seemingly enough attention given on one kid. So to really delegate one-on-one attention to one kid, it goes it goes miles. And just like the daddy-daughter donut day, I'll tell you what, man, 30 minutes and five bucks at Chick-fil-A, my, my kids will talk about that for weeks. Or grabbing them out of school early and going to Discovery Place Kids. Yeah. Or I even grabbed Lydia... And this is going to sound terrible, but, like, I, ju- I just had errands to run. I had to go to Lowe's. I had a gift card for something I wanted to go at, at, at Dick's. I wanted to go buy a, a hoodie or something. And I'm just like, hey, Eliza, like, it's your 
it's your special daughter day. Do you want to just come with me and go go shopping and do some stuff? And to see her light up the way she did, yeah. it, it was incredible. And you get a little, you know, a, a three dollar thing from TCBY and a five dollar nugget meal from Chick Fil A. Always finish with a frozen yogurt. Oh my gosh! Always finish. Food is the love language, I think, of everybody. <laughs> and so, so it's it's only it's February twenty seventh. So we're gonna restart. Um, we're gonna restart in March. But so far, we we've really held to it, and our kids just they 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 almost thrive off of it. And and we really really value that time with them because. It's an opportunity, whether it's doing that. Um, one other quick thing that we learned through this whole process is the value of saying no to things because Melissa and I, we were operating with three kids like we were operating with one kid. And we would say yes to everything, every birthday party, every volunteer opportunity, every opportunity to go spend time with people. We would say yes to that. And it boiled over one night, and I'll, I'll spare the details, they're not that great, but it boiled over one night where we packed in so much stuff that seven o'clock hit, and my kids are losing their mind, and we're mad at them. Right. Because they're not being well behaved, and what, and, and Kelly helped us see this, is that my kids are not the ones that are packing our schedules and maybe skipping nap time or, or pulling them along sure. because we don't know how to say no to things or how to prioritize what's important or less important. And it bubbled over one day and we really like, and it was right in the middle of our coaching session. So it was, it was good timing, but it's like, Hey man, look, we need to say no to some things in an effort to keep a good family balance. And again, not perfect at it, but we've really, really tried hard to do that yeah. in an effort to not just drag our kids along or do things because we feel like we need to, but because we want to. That's such great advice. Yeah. It really is. We, um, we're struggling potty training Molly right now. So okay. number one, awesome. She's got it. Number two, mm. she just has no interest. None at all. Anna was so quick to get it. But Anna's also the more sensitive one, right? Like, she doesn't want to make anybody mad. She was there. Done. I'm in it. Her, our friends aren't making fun of me. Like, I got this. And, but we rewarded her Rewarded her with M&Ms. Well, we realized the other day, like, hey, we're not rewarding Molly with anything. Yeah. It's just expected. Yeah. And we're like, well, why Molly? Like, why? So we decided we would, so, you know, being dad of the year, I go out to Target and get the whole damn box of Hatchimals, oh. right? Like, and, hey, Molly, use the potty and you'll get a Hatchimal. But the thing is, I can't just give Molly the present. I've got to give it to Anna, too. Because Anna's thinking to herself, like, I, I do number two on the potty. Like, why why does why do I not get a present? So, Dude, that's the no. truth right there. That's the truth <laughs> right? right there. So now I've got to give out two Hatchimals. I'm like, well, hey, Anna, why don't you encourage your sister to take a poop? <laughs> Gosh. I don't know. Maybe I just need to call Kelly because I we we are struggling so much, and we're on the other side of it. Man, we would Molly, we get upset. Molly, why can't you get this? Why are you continuing? Like we just get so frustrated because we're tired of throwing underwear away. Yep. We end up putting her back in the diaper, which totally regresses because then well, she starts peeing in her diaper again. And what I love about Molly, oh. and what I love about Molly is basically he, his three year old and my three year old, you you almost can't tell them apart. Not only do they look pretty similar, but they are the most <laughs> <laughs> headstrong. Um, yeah, headstrong is the perfect word for this to, to keep it to keep it G rated. 
But God bless, they're so stubborn. And Lydia would, she would sit on the potty, she would steadfastly refuse to use it, (laughs) jump off the potty, and then do it. And all you want to do is do everything Kelly taught me not to do. We weren't, we weren't coaching at the time, but you just want to be like, you got to be kidding me. But to not lose your cool, to keep calm, to breathe, to encourage, it's way easier said than done. But it's 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 still difficult. I'm trying to think. We fail all the time, man. We we had a we had a weekend two weeks ago. We even had even Monday where, man, it was like seven o'clock at night, and you're not you're not think you're not thinking what I'm gonna say. We looked at each other and we go, the sheer team won today. We freaking won today. It wasn't perfect, but we made it through the day and we had fun and we laughed and we didn't yell and we got along with each other and and it was just so because it's fun to celebrate those wins because so often i'm so guilty of it i'm just so quick to try to assert my authority or to raise my voice you know i was the guy forever and kelly will you know kelly will quote me on this the only time that i wanted was at the dinner table and i just expected this leave it to beaver <laughs> at the dinner table, G- give me one hour of kumbaya. Not having to force your kid to eat. Where we're, ju- we're just sitting and we're talking and we're well behaved and this and that. And 13 seconds into dinner, usually there's milk on the floor or the, the plate is spilled or something. And you know what? Like, and Kelly and, and, and my wife particularly too, like, you know what? Like, sometimes that just has to be okay. And my expectations, I need to level set my expectations given that I've got three kids under five, three kids under six at the dinner table. Something's going to spill. <laughs> my kid is going to want to stand. Lydia or Eliza stands at the dinner table. Uh, she doesn't sit. Yeah, okay, good. She's not the only one. Really? You know what? Guess who else used to stand at the dinner table? My amazing wife. She told me that. <laughs> she goes, my parents used to tell me all the time, I would stand at the dinner table. And instead of killing myself to try to get her to sit at the dinner table, if she eats and is happy, let the girl stand. You know what I mean? It's it's just, it's amazing. My wife did the very similar thing. And her father belted her to the chair with his belt. Like, took the belt, wrapped it around the chair, tightened it up. Yeah. Like, you're going to sit and enjoy Mm -hmm. this meal with us. And it's... And it's uh, so much Parody of it is, is so, much so much of it is just a mindset um, shift and just a perspective shift. You know, if you're out, you know, Sundays are sometimes my sacred time. I get outside. I put a podcast on. I mow the lawn yep. and I could yell at my kids to go inside look, or I could include them and I could keep them busy for 30 minutes raking leaves and, and may, they're not going to rake it as nice as I do. And in, in some instances, they'll hit each other with the rake. <laughs> but they're outside. We're having fun as a family. And, and and those are instances where I feel like, even though I'm not a perfect dad, yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm winning. That's a win. And it feels really good. So um, I think as we kind of as we kind of roll um, to close in the episode, first and foremost, Kelly Arzonico, you are amazing. www.parentingtoconnect.com. Um, if you guys want me to connect you with her, uh, I've actually referred a few friends to her and their feedback has been amazing. She's just, she's such a, a, a kind soul. 
but she's no BS. She tells it like it is. Um, she admitted she's not a perfect parent, but like I said, she's trained and she's edu educated in the space. And she really helped Melissa and I realize um, who we need to be as parents and not who our kids need to be right. as, as kids, yeah. right? So shout out to Kelly. Um, parenting hacks, we talked about them. It's um, babysitter sharing. It's really um, being intentional with your schedule. It is, um, and then just little things. I think what I took out of the, the 37 minutes of this is that Chick-fil-A and TCBY are the, kid, are the, the way to your kid's heart. Just take your kid out and give him some food, right? And just include him. We all need our time. I need my time. JP needs his time. Yes. Our wives need our time. And that's important that you talk through that, right? We'll talk through a different time. We'll have the, the box wine babes on and talk about oh, yeah. talk about marriage and, and how we do all this thing. But like And how we're failing as husbands. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. So you know, but but just little right, ha little little hacks here and there. Amazing go a long way and and i've noticed i notice my kids act and behave different when we do these little things if it's just the five of us or the four of you yep. just doing stuff and rolling as a pack and it's always chaos and it's always everything's trying to be perfect nobody's winning no right so you have to accept and you have to audible um here and there and, and i really value that and um yeah, so th so that's our parenting hacks and and that's our kind of our tips of the trade. Two dudes. At least sitting. how we survive. Yeah, th th it's really just how we survive, and so we um, we certainly appreciate the good folks at Jacks, and um, we certainly appreciate as she walks away. We certainly appreciate the three dollar and fifty cent um, drafts on Wednesday nights. Yes. It is Wednesday. It's not Friday. So we we've been doing Bonfire Brothers on Tuesday. I think we need to switch. I think Wednesday might be the day now. Done. I'm, I think I'm switching most of my things from Tuesday to Wednesday. So I've noticed that a lot of real estate offices have meetings on Tuesday, which yeah. um, take away from the attendance of some of the events that we're doing. So yeah. I'm going to shamelessly plug a couple things if you don't mind. Go nuts. So everybody that's listening, if you're a real estate agent or a referral partner, um, Wednesday, March 27th from 11 to 2, the Shear team, Melissa and I, and a few other great loan officers from Movement up here at the lake are holding a personal branding event with our amazing sales coach, Tim Davis. Tim is incredible. He's practical. He's really doggone funny. And so he uh, he lives in Tennessee. He's going to be coming to Charlotte basically to, to um, host what he calls a personal branding seminar. So what we see and what I've what I've learned in, in, in a year in this business, what JP's learned um, over the last couple of years, I'm sure I can speak for him, is that trends and companies and, and, and things change, right? You are, we're always facing these external factors, your Zillows, your open doors, your all this stuff, negative press, interest rates, this and that. One thing that will never change is how you treat each other and, and the personal brand that you build. Relationships win 100% right. of the time. That's right. 100%. So we're holding a personal branding seminar on Wednesday, the 27th of March from 11 to 2 in Cornelius. It's actually at, it's called Sweet Magnolia Estates. It's amazing. Great spot. Um, I'm going to be sending out, I'm going to be personally hand delivering invites cool. to our real estate agents. And then I'm also going to be putting on social media, but we want you guys there. 
Tim's incredible. You're gonna leave there feeling empowered and having really, really actionable items on how to continue to build your personal brand in an age of noise and competition. And every average Joe is a real estate agent and I could throw a rock and hit 100 mortgage lenders. Yep. How can I differentiate myself? Tim is going to arm you and he is really incredible. I'm gonna tag him on this. Awesome. Because he's the man. Yeah, I'll be there. Thank I'll you. I'll be there. That's, yep. that's amazing. And so, so really that's it. And then um, moving forward, um, the Shear team's gonna be hosting um, our monthly uh, Lunch and Learn Masterminds on Wednesdays on the last Wednesday of the month at Define Coffee in Huntersville. It was Tuesdays, um, Tuesday meetings and, and conflicts and things like that. Um, we just felt it was an opportunity just to move it to Wednesday. And the people at Define are amazing. Their space is great. Everybody around the Huntersville area should know them. So Wednesdays starting in April, um, we're gonna do the last Wednesday of the month, we're gonna do our, our mastermind. Great. Anything else you want to add? Costello at the lake? Yeah, so Friday, March 1st. Is that, is that this Friday? Yeah, March 1st. This Friday coming up. Uh, Laura Lee and I are hosting an event at Ben 110 in Cornelius. Awesome. Um, basically, it's with the Lake Norman Small Business Network, but anybody can come. Um, just come out. First 25 people are getting free drinks on me and Laura Lee. And so Ben 110 is awesome. Never been before till last week. And it's basically a giant bourbon place, right? You walk in and mm. there's just bourbon all over the wall. Really? All over. You'd so I've, I've been to On the Rocks before. They're right next door. They're right next door to On the Rocks and Cornelius. You'd love it. And they have live music on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Damn. So that's super cool. So Ben One Ten will be my new Thursday, Friday, Saturday evening. Uh, Bin 110, Cornelius, great local spot. Come support your local businesses. March 1st, 530 to 730. That's awesome. Come out. Support us. Come see JP. I would drink for free on your tab. Come on, let's go. I just did actually. Well, you're gonna be you're gonna be in you're gonna be in Florida. Yeah. So we're 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 traveling this weekend with the kids. I'll put more of that out on a later episode. But um, for now, we're gonna leave you with. Um, so it's it's one of my favorite songs, and I didn't I didn't talk about it in the beginning, but um, my brother and my mom were in town this past weekend. My little brother, who's not so little, he's thirty. He's helping teach me how to play the guitar. I've always wanted to play the guitar. It's one of those life skills I've always wanted to acquire. And my little brother is incredible at guitar. In one of the best albums, I don't want you to comment on this. I don't want you to send me a poll. You cannot get me off this. You cannot. <laughs> my heels are dug in. Nirvana Unplugged 1994 is maybe top five albums of all time. The very, very first song is called About a Girl. He taught me how to start to riff it on the on the acoustic guitar. About a girl, we're girl dads. Yeah, it just yeah. fits. So we're gonna take you out with About a Girl with the late Kurt Cobain. And uh, we love you guys. We hope you have a great week. Take care, guys.